0: This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 261. This episode is sponsored by Double Under Wonder. Get your jump ropes, people. Get your wrist wraps. You can customize your jump ropes. It's really fun. You can put lightning bolts on your handles.
1: Or polka dots or little chevron stripes. It's so fun. I mean, anything
0: that you can do to kind of keep your gear interesting. I'm all for that.
1: And we are big proponents of owning your own jump rope. It doesn't need to be fancy. You don't need like a, you know, wire speed rope with knurled handles that like makes you feel like you're about to just sever your leg if you miss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you miss. So these ones are great. They're really straightforward. Nothing fancy, just just what you need. We love Double Under Wonder. The company's hilarious. The guy who owns it is hysterical. So support Double Under Wonder. Use code GGW And support the podcast. And support the
0: podcast. And if you sign up for Double Under Wonder emails, you'll get a really good dose of humor because the founder and owner, Ian, is hilarious. And every time we read one of his promotional emails, I'm always texting Claire like, have you seen what he said? It's so funny. Um, So that's just kind of a side bonus. And also we've mentioned the pixie dust, glitter dust that you can opt in for your Double Under uh, I'm sorry. Your jump rope with double under wonder, um, which is always really fun. It's like a nice little surprise. So you can support the podcast again. Double under wonder discount code G G W. And double under wonder is just like it sounds spelled out. All right. So we had a lot of uh, response to last week. It's it sounds like we all still need to talk about
1: it. Yeah, we from all last st- week's episode. So, I agree.
0: <laughs> it was so
1: good though. It, it was, was really, good. really
0: good. We kind of we we just it reaffirmed for me that this is something that is never going to go away. And just yep. because we're like, we're not going to be like this enlightened person that's like, okay, we're done with that now because it just is an right. ongoing thing. So we want to acknowledge that. But I want to quickly address some of the emails because we we got a lot of really good emails from you guys. So thank you for taking the time to write. Um, Abigail, Abigail says, your podcast brings so much joy and freedom. Thank you for being real in a fitness culture that is usually everything... But healthy. Um, she said that she had to cancel, like, they're in a time of transition. And so she had to cancel her gym membership. Um, and she really felt bad about that. And she was like feeling guilty because she, you know, they had to kind of downsize some um, things that were going on in their life just due to money and a lot of changes. And she's like, thank you for reassuring me that taking time to rest is okay. Thank you for helping me prioritize what really matters right now being a family and getting through this together. Guilt over food and fitness has no place in my life right now. And I love that because Yay. it's like woohoo. We're getting rid of guilt one person at a time, one podcast yes. at a time. And as Claire shared on Instagram, it's okay that I don't care about fitness right now.
1: It's okay. <laughs> it's really okay to just not care. <laughs> it's really okay to not care about CrossFit for a while. It's okay, it's
0: really okay. Yeah. Um
1: because as long as you still care about yourself and I think that That was one thing. A couple people wrote stuff, and it didn't. I think I'm sure I just read too much into it, but like I, I did want to clarify. Like I'm not trying to say go out and just stop giving a shit about yourself. But I think actually in caring about yourself, sometimes that is what leads you to taking a step back from CrossFit or fitness or your fitness routine. Like that actually shows more care for yourself than anything else.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Alyssa also wrote the same kind of the same vein, but she was like your latest podcast made me think about, made me think about all the time I spent doing two things. One, avoiding food and two, thinking about food all the time. So thank you Alyssa for that. She's, I mean, as long as we can kind of like just bring to the forefront, it's like, we're just thinking about this a lot and we can't get away from it. So at least just be aware of it and uh, don't let it drag you down.
1: Yep. Yeah. And a lot of people did right basically to just say, like, XYZ is going on in my life. Thank you for kind of giving me permission to just let it go. Yeah. And I love that. i like, just like,
0: even, you know what? And it doesn't have to be this huge grand announcement, but like no. people even writing us just being like, yeah, today I just had a really off day and I didn't work out and I just didn't let myself get, feel guilty about that. And it's just like, cool. Yeah. One day at a time, one step at a time, exactly. one workout at one a time. At a time. Like, one workout's just not going to kill you. Or like missing I one workout is actually, not going to kill you.
1: I think that's actually a really important point because it's like, we we talk about like, this is not something that you just like wake up one morning and you're like, I don't care about my body image anymore. No. It really is. It's one day at a time and it's one like moment at a time and it's – Yeah. Seeing yourself in the mirror and thinking like I look good instead of like picking yourself apart. But even if the next time you see yourself in the mirror, you you pick yourself apart, then you at least can react to that and be like, you know what? I don't need to do this. Yeah. Or, you know, if you miss a workout and you feel like, you know what, that's not a big deal. Even if the next time you like beat yourself up for it, then you still, you have that moment where you can go, you know what, I don't need to beat myself up for this. Yeah, exactly. One of my favorite yep.
0: quotes is like, we never get it wrong and we never get it done. Um, I have a tendency to always think that like, okay, I'm over that hump now. I can like smooth sail you for a while. You do say that a lot.
1: You're like, I'm over it. And, yeah,
0: like, and like, yeah. And it's like, and it's like, I have a tendency in my life to always do that. Be like, okay, I'm over this, I'm done with this, or I accomplished this goal or like, you know, the stress in my life, even at work, I'm like, okay, I've done these tasks and I expect it to be like done. And it's just not, and I have to expect that. It's just like things will always be coming up. So you just have, you could just get better at dealing with it. Yep. So Thank you, everyone. Again, that was really uh, – you guys sent some really thoughtful emails. It was really cool to hear your thoughts around that and just to also know and reaffirm that we are all dealing with this on a daily basis. And so I think Claire and I will just continue to have this discussion. And even though we were like, okay, we don't want to put too much focus on diet and exercise, it really is something that's um, just not going to go away. So I think we <laughs> – Right. <laughs> what's was... the... but who was the one who wrote – oh, my gosh, what were you going to say?
1: I was going to say like what's the balance between – saying we're here to change the conversation and not focus on this versus like we still there this is still out there and we have to exactly
0: so someone wrote let's see where is it It, I think it was in the Instagram comments um (laughs) Ashley wrote when you were talking about that if body image food guilt stuff was coming up for people, you all wanted to talk about it versus people going elsewhere to talk about it. All I kept thinking was, because if you're going to drink, I'd rather you do it in the house.
1: <laughs> so true. That's exactly how we feel. That's exa- if, you rather drink, if you're going to drink, I'd rather you, drink drink rather you do it in the house. Exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. It's so good. Just don't
0: go elsewhere. Don't go elsewhere for information. Just stick with Not us. A little? We got to. <laughs> is there alcohol in this? <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Why do you want some? <laughs> okay, you were talking about some athleta genes that you really were excited about. Oh. Can we talk I mean, about I don't know
1: if excited about them is the right oh, word. I just okay. <laughs> noticed.
0: You're like, that... I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah, I was on the athleta. Are you athleta or athleta? Athleta, sure. I got a lot of let up. Yeah. And so I decided. So I was taking um, stock of my CrossFit wardrobe recently, uh-huh. and I pretty much haven't bought new CrossFit anything. Like, I buy leggings, but I haven't... I don't buy tops ever. I don't either. Is, I have a weird thing about buying tops. Yeah. I don't think I, workout tops... Yeah. Well, I have so many, like, gym tank tops yes, and, like, random and stuff. gym shirts. But I don't really like them. Like, I mean, those, like, cotton tank... You know, Bella, whatever, tank tops. Yeah. Like, they're fine, but if I could... I typically do prefer to wear something else. I just don't ever buy something else. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so I had a, a friend from high school who dropped in at my on my class on Monday, and she had this really cute tank top on. And so I texted her and I was like, "Where is that shirt from?" Because I need more shirts. And she was like, "Oh, it's from Athleta." So I went on a, I went on Athleta and I re- noticed that they have jeans or at least one pair of jeans. And I was like, "Okay, Athleta, you have my attention." Okay, I'm listening. And they're expensive, but. I was reading, I was like, okay, so I was reading the description and it says, we're not suggesting that you take yoga class in these jeans, but you could. (laughs)
0: Like that (laughs) meme about like, Going from day to night, wear, yeah. where yeah, it's like never has that come up you for can't me. You
1: can go from day to yoga in these jeans. Anyway, I just thought that was funny. We're not suggesting that you take yoga class in these jeans, but you could. But you I'm could. Like, Ooh, okay.
0: Right. I like that language because the right. whole like you know working out in going from day. You could go from day to night in these jeans. You could go from day yeah. to night in these. I
1: To and tonight. fro,
0: like yes. to and fro clothing. I'm like, where does this all? Uh, anyway, um, this. that's really funny. I've found some was... good deals on Athleta. Yeah, they
1: ha- they're they having a 4th of July sale. All right. Everyone's having 4th of July sales. Reebok's having a 4th of July Dang sale. Dang it.
0: That's going to make me want to go Also, online.
1: pro tip, um, all of like the 2018 Games shirts are already on Reebok.com. <gasps> oh, man. Like the, you know, so just Madison, the whatever the things t-shirt. that we want? Oh, I'm yeah, so excited. It's not like the, um, like, Games jerseys looking stuff. It's more like the t-shirts what's the color wave they're doing this year I don't even think that that it's that that's not released yet it's like the Madison shirts you know that are like kind of
0: non-specific um I'm so excited that's like one of my favorite things to do is when we get to the games we go into the Reebok tent and you get to see all the gear that's just specific for the games it's so fun
1: it is really fun I'm trying to look I'm sure that I feel like I you should we should be able to find what the color wave oh it's like I think it's like blue and red what was it last year? Wasn't it blue and red last year? Last year was... Oh, yeah. It's definitely looking... Like, it's like blue and maroon. Last year was
0: blue and maroon? No, no, this year was blue and maroon. maroon. I totally forgot what last year was, but... Um, let's look it up. Um, that's really screen. that's really fun. I, I really... Last year, I got a really cute Madison... It's kind of like a log-sleeve Raglan shirt. I wear it all the time.
1: Oh, last year was also blue, but then like that hazard cone yellow or like hazard neon yellow yeah blue and like bright 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 yellow was last year okay so this year it's apparently maroon i do like finding that out though
0: i do i know getting there and seeing all the fun gear is really exciting and like makes you want to spend all your money
1: all in the
0: reebok tent um i i was just talking to sandy the other day about the games and i'm like oh yeah in a couple months and she's like no it's like in a month
1: like less than a month i can't believe that it's so exciting yeah. yeah We have like, some
0: good interviews coming up for y'all, by the way.
1: Yeah, we're going to have – I feel like I almost am hesitant to say that, though. Because I know. I think there's a we high – We will, um, yeah. there's a, I feel like they are just the busy, but so close. But,
0: but we there's a high are probability that they will in the be works scheduled. of some interviews. Yeah. All right. So do we want to revisit the questions because we didn't even scratch the surface from the questions we got on our first yeah. round?
1: Let's answer a couple of questions <laughs> that we didn't get to last week, and we'll just kind of go through a couple quick ones. Um, actually one that I did want to talk about, somebody wrote, and this is a quick one and see, I even actually answered it like in the comment section, but basically she said her husband's getting ready to start school in the fall and they have a young kid. And, um, how did you deal with having your husband in school and miles? We are about to live this in September and my family has been pretty discouraging, telling me we don't know what we're getting into and it will be too hard in our relationship. First of all. <laughs> Thanks family <laughs> for being so encouraging. <laughs> um but what I said to her was just it was hard, but honestly it wasn't as hard as it wasn't as hard as we thought it was gonna be, and it wasn't hard in the ways we thought it was going to be. I think I thought like I would never see Brandon and he would just like, you know, disappear for two years and I'd be completely on my own. And that really wasn't the case. I think the the big thing you have to make sure to do if you're in that situation or if you're going into that situation. And I was working full time almost the whole time Brandon was in school also is like literally the first day of my job, the first day Brandon went to school and the first day Miles ever had daycare was the same day. So we just like dove right in all on the same day back in like June of 2016. And just make sure that you have very clear expectations for one another and very open lines of communication because one thing that you will stop doing is really having like the mental space to like go out of your way to notice what your partner needs. You're just kind of kind of be a little bit in survival mode. And I I don't say that to like be like, oh, you're in survival mode, but just to say like you're really only gonna get the basics covered. Like only expect yourself to get the basics covered. Yeah.
0: Don't expect to do it perfectly either.
1: Right. Don't expect like, I to mean, end- be like,
0: we're gonna do it all.
1: Yeah. And but within that, it just means that, like if you really need something or something's not getting done, you need to speak up because the other person is at, you're basically going to be at capacity. You're both going to be at capacity for the next years. And I think one thing that somebody's, one of my friend's dad said to me once was like, in the early years, no matter what you're doing, in the early years of marriage, whether you have young kids or not, if you're both working, you will start to feel, it's easy to start to feel upset about the, the fact that like the work is not equitably distributed because you feel like you're doing more than one person should. He's like, but at the end of the day, there's more than two people's worth of work to go around.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so like you're, it's not going to be 50, 50 because there's more than a hundred percent really to, to get done. So I think if you can just accept that, that like, it's not going to feel, you know, like you're only like, you're going to feel like you're doing more than one person's worth of work because there's more than one than two people's worth of work to do and be okay with that. But also really, really, really speak up, speak up early. If something's bothering you, if you need a break or if you need to shift something around, Say it before it gets to the point where you're like full of hatred and resentment. Yeah,
0: yeah. Keeping things inside and letting them boil up is just not, not good, especially when you're under pressure as it is. And yeah. so, also, there's always going to be a peanut gallery with family, especially because they care about you and they love you. And they, family, for the most part, most of the time, comes at it from a place of worry and love and they just want you guys to be okay but you're a family and you get to decide what your rules are as a family and that may look totally different for what people in your family do and so um, it's just important for you and your partner to agree on some ground rules and make them pretty basic is like Can we check in once a week on how we feel things are going and then adjust it if we need to, Um, you know, setting those expectations, but then also being flexible to be like, okay, this needs to change along the way because this isn't working for us right now.
1: I think that could go for any time any relationship undergoes a transition. Like if somebody starts a new job, if you move, if one of you decides to stay at home, whatever that could be, any time that like the balance of anything is is changing, just make sure that in that transition phase and when you're in school it's a constant transition phase because his schedule will just be changing a lot mm-hmm. just make sure that you're always very you're you both are on the same page of like okay it's my responsibility to speak up if something is upsetting me because and and if I'm not getting what I want it's my responsibility to say that it's yes. not your responsibility to notice I'm not getting what I want and give it to me if I'm not getting what I want that's on me yeah and you really have to own that
0: yeah And compromise is huge, too. Uh, I have one from Catherine. Is there someone in the nutrition or fitness industry you have strong opposing views to?
1: Tracy Anderson.
0: (laughs) Her follow-up is that you would like to have on the (laughs) podcast for a healthy, respectful debate. (laughs) No. (laughs) I wonder what that would be like if we interviewed her. I, you know what I envision is, like, very superficial. Like, I don't think she'd get yes. down and dirty to be like, I, I eat cupcakes she every would. day. Yeah. No. Or be if like, she Lips. did
1: say she eat cupcakes every day, she'd be like, and a cupcake is, I just don't. I, I, yeah, I feel like, I mean, who knows? Maybe we could have a good conversation with her. I don't, since I don't follow her anymore because she fills me with rage every time I see her. Totally. I don't think I ever actually but, followed okay. her, but... why is
0: that? Let's break this down for one moment because I really like... Why did she tell me with Yes, rage? like why do... Because if I feel the same way when I yes. see it. it What happens with me is, I'm going to be totally honest, and I... Okay, this sounds really bad. <laughs> is privileged, skinny white woman. And that's like, I know it's full of judge, judgment, but I'm like, you're just so privileged. And you're telling all these... Like we can't... really. Relate to you, but we're seeing you as this like being of health and fitness. um, but you yeah. live in a completely different world, and you're and completely my my assumption world. here it is too, like my assumption this is totally like point blank. I'm being totally human here. like I know that's judgy, but my point blank reaction is just like you have no idea what the real world is like,
1: yes, <laughs> I think the thing that drives me nuts is I think it's that like combined with you are so like, vehemently into, like, just the stuff that you hear her say, like, well, women should never lift more than three pounds, like, you know, these these blanket stupid statements where she, just if you ever read anything from her, the stuff she says is so, like, you're just banging your head against the wall, and, like, I read something from her once that was, like, If you build up your bicep, then you're going to have back arm – like flab on the back of your arm because it like pulls your skin and it like – and I was like, that makes no sense. No sense at all. And I think that's – Pretty sure that's just made up. Totally made up. (laughs) And I feel like she has all of that. She's like, I have an army of doctors behind my my studies. And I'm like, no, you don't. You have no studies. You, like what studies, studies? what studies just, is like, she a PhD just, student?
0: Like no, I want to like, see the show me the papers, Tracy.
1: I'm like, you're just making stuff up. You're hundred percent making stuff up. And I mean, yes, doctors agree that exercise is important. So like army of doctors behind that statement, but just the stuff that she says, I'm like, this is this advice or this quote unquote, these quote unquote facts are not facts. And you as somebody with millions of followers and a huge, huge, huge reach, are putting out this information that is mis- from anywhere from misleading to blatantly untrue and harmful. Yes. And you're just like, like she, oh my gosh, literally one thing she said was that you burn more calories driving in a convertible. I wish because, everyone
0: could see the rage right now. Like, I wish everyone that kind could of see thing my face. where
1: you're like, what? 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 And,
0: does she also uh, say like, just like shave off all your body hair so you can move yeah. faster? Like, What? what? what
1: that's the guy and that's my reaction to everything she does where i'm just like what yeah this can't be real and that's the thing that just fills me with rage is it's like this information you're putting out there is so anywhere like i said it falls anywhere from a spectrum from just like bizarre all the way up to truly misleading and and potentially harmful and yet she just has these blinders on like well i'm tracy anderson and i'm just like that just drives me crazy
0: so is is there anywhere in this that we could say but maybe if talking with her we'd have like a different perspective like part of
1: me yeah trying to kind of see both sides like
0: would we if we were to have a conversation with her you know would she do is there any part that might be um that she might have like her i her intentions are
1: good Right, her intentions are good. Right, she wants women to be like to love their body. I think that's the thing. Like, I think we could agree with her that like we want women to love their bodies. We want them to be fit and healthy. But I think the difference is that for and I this is an assumption, but I think for her, women loving their bodies and being fit and healthy looks like one thing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And for us, women loving their bodies and being fit and healthy looks like infinite things. Yes, and. That – and again, who knows? I don't know if that's – if she truly thinks like if you do not fit into this one box and you are not – you can't love your body, you're not fit and healthy. But it she comes across like that. Yes. And so I definitely would like – you know, if I were to talk to her, I would ask her what is it about women having – like focusing on developing their muscles that you disagree with?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: What is it about – um? you know, like the certain body type that your training style really prioritizes that you think is the most effective? And how do you think that portraying this body type as the ideal affects the women who you
0: reach? And here's the thing is I think that just this isn't just me kind of going off on the Hollywood types, right? So this, yeah. I feel like, right, truly she's is Guinness geared the Hollywood types that need to. Oh, this is also what drives me nuts because Hollywood actresses um, have like a healthy. Well, I, I don't know, not all of them, but they they don't have muscles, you know, like probably not most, very many of them are muscular. Probably most 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 actresses don't do CrossFit because they're like, well, I can't have muscles for a role. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, I can't have big shoulders for a role. I'm just making that assumption, but I'm guessing just from what I see. in But you films. don't
1: see a lot of women on the red carpet with power shoulders? No,
0: you don't. And so my hunch is that she's catering towards that
1: demographic completely. And but <laughs> I think it. It. I think she just very much like she very 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 much feeds into kind of what we see as a stereotypical media representation of this is what you should look like for and, sure. And then you you know, I think of, everyone of kind of like. From around the world sees that, and they're like, "Well, I should right. look like that." It's like, no, well, and I think, yeah, it just perpetuates like that thing that we're all trying to get away from. Exactly. Of, like there's one body type we all should want it. Yeah, and we all should be trying to get it yeah. at all times. Yes, no, yeah. okay, not true. So, and yeah, and I, yeah so right.
0: I, I just I I kind of wanted to to unpack that a little bit, and I I don't I don't mean to sound hatred <laughs> like full of hatred and judgy towards the Hollywood types, but. I think it's just I, I understand that that entertainment world is a is a world we were we will never know and understand and never be a no. part of, and, and it's
1: also very it's not, unrealistic. It's and unattainable so unrealistic. For it's people. unattainable. And that,
0: yeah,
1: and that's like a huge. I mean, you know, I think everyone can agree that like in a lot of ways, the Hollywood ideals of beauty do a lot more harm than good yeah. for the average person, for sure. Okay,
0: well, that's another one we can circle back I'm to at some point day. in our life. But I think it's a really good thing that. Uh, I think about that a lot. Uh, okay. Katie, I love this question. You ladies spend so much time together. I've always wondered what your favorite thing about the other is. I feel like we talked about this at um, our five-year anniversary party, but it was more yeah, like. Yeah,
1: somebody ask, us like what we were proud about. Yeah. What's like just my favorite thing about so, you?
0: Well, yeah. So that okay. and, then, and then Sarah asked like a follow-up so we can kind of play off these two. Um, okay. Sarah said, what is the most Claire thing that Joy does? And the most <laughs> Joy thing that Claire does. That's a funny That's question. a really good one. So Katie's was – what's your favorite thing about the other?
1: Um, my favorite thing about Joy is that what you see is what you get <laughs> in terms of like when you're hanging out with her. She's not going to like humor you. <laughs> she's not going to like – at least once you get to know her, like if she's not having fun, she's not going to pretend like she's having fun. <laughs> if she's ready to leave, she's going like, to let you know she's ready to leave. If she like wants to go do her own thing, she's gonna just going to go do her <laughs> own thing. So like when I think about like – You know, when I started, when I immediately thought about this question, I thought like, what do I like about like traveling with Joy? Because I think that's something that brings can be hard on people, and like really brings out your true self. And yeah, the thing I like about you is that (laughs) like whenever we're hanging out or doing anything, it's like when you're done, you're done. Or like if you're excited about something, (laughs) like like, you're excited about it. Like, I never have to wonder, like, is Joy Haley really having a good time? <laughs> never have to think about that. It's no. like,
0: I really do wear my heart on my sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. And my all my feelings on my sleeves. They're all, all over the place. Yeah, obviously. Um, my favorite thing about Claire is how much you make me laugh. Like, I don't know anyone else in my life that makes me laugh so hard. Um, and, like, truly, you're not, like, trying to make people laugh. Like, you're just so freaking witty and funny. And I think what brought uh, – Just naturally. Do you get that,
1: like, from your family or your brothers? Like... All my whole family is very sarcastic and dry humor. Yeah. And... My mom is hysterical. Oh, really? I haven't seen that side of her yet. Uh Uh-huh. She is so just, like, quick and dry humor. She's so funny. And my dad is pretty funny, too, like, in his own way. But, yeah, everyone in my family, super sharp wit. And I think also... It's funny that you bring this up because Brandon talks about it a lot, that, like, I he's like, you're so quick. Like, you're just you're like that. You're so like, quick. No,
0: the way your but, brain works.
1: But like, I just grew up that way. Like yeah. everyone in my family, you know, we're always just like, boom, 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 boom. And so for me, it literally right. is just second nature. Cause like, I just grew up that way. Right. And it, like, if you get that kind of stuff, like shot at you all the time, you're going to learn to shoot it back. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. yeah it's so funny. So, um, like when, uh, Michelle was over, when we did the medium episode, And she left and she was like, Claire's so funny. I'm like, I know it just, I've been working with you obviously for so long that it's just like second nature for us. But when it comes down to it, I'm always like, oh my God, she, she makes me laugh so hard. Like the things that come out of your mouth sometimes. So, um, I really much, very much appreciate that.
1: I like that. I (laughs) I crack myself up. Like, I I'm hilarious.
0: I think I'm pretty hilarious. Oh, the other thing... you
1: guys laughing? That was hysterical. The
0: other thing that's so cute and that made me laugh so hard, and I told you this in in Iceland, was like, I got her... It was so cool because I got a chance to like be around you and Brandon and like we were staying together for, you know, five days, but we were always together with like, uh, you know, the The four of us together. And so I got to really like observe the two of you and like how you interact um just on a daily basis and yep. <laughs> brandon laughs so hard <laughs> like at your jokes like he thinks you're so hilarious too like i know that <laughs> i mean it's not like i'm saying oh i'm surprised by that but right. just how funny it is that like claire will say something and he will just start laughing even if it's across the room and he hears you and the way <laughs> the way that he laughs is like just like belly like true joy laughter yeah, he, he um and i just thought that was so cute because he would just start <laughs> cracking up and i'm like oh my god it's so great it's so fun okay so sarah's was what's the most claire thing that joy does what's
1: claire thing that Gosh. joy does that's such a good one of like um how about this? I would like. I would. I would almost add to that question. Sure. What have you started doing differently yeah. since you've known? That's me? Like, what, what I have was you, like. You adapted. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what I was thinking of when, like, when she asked that. I'm like, what have I really like taken on? Um. Oh my gosh, that's so good.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Do you have something? Um. I think that you have. Helped teach me to give fewer shits about things Really? Because
0: I see you as like Not really giving shits about things
1: I think just like in the course of my daily life Like all I think I will like put my joy hat on If I'm in a situation where I'm just like I'm done with you people mm-hmm. Like I am I don't need to I used to really like uh, What's what I'm looking for Engage with everything Like if some even if something annoyed me i would like really try to engage with it and like figure it out and you know like i used to be like go into the type it of person it. who like yeah like i would i i never did this because we never used to get emails like this back when i was like this but like i would be the type of person who if we got a negative email i would spend like an hour like apologizing and like and now i i think that you i what i've taken from you is like you don't have to you know like just be quick and move on. Yeah. And kind of like, you know, just you don't have to engage with every single thing that comes along your way. You can just sort of assess it and then move on. Yeah.
0: So the thing that came to mind as you were talking was like on my end, I see you always weighing the other side, um, not in a sense of like overanalyzing, but you're so good at like of saying, well, let's look at it from this perspective, like to be fair, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I am very quick to judge and be like, I'm done. <laughs> Cause I just get this like really negative, like, you did me wrong. I hate you. Um, and you're always like, okay, hold on. Let's like think about this for a moment. But the other thing is like, I don't, I don't react to, th- especially just as like in related to the podcast, I don't react, yeah. um, I respond more now than I react, so like I'll just vent to you, and I'll be like, "I'm going to let you respond," because yeah. you're really good about being level-headed with that. Of just even thinking about the other side. So I've been—that's yeah. my—that's my clarism.
1: I feel like in, maybe in that sense we've both just sort of pulled each other into the middle. Yeah, we've of just like re- reasonable reactions to things. Reasonable reactions, exactly. That was <laughs> I'm a trying good to one. think if there's any like little things though that are like, yeah. like I—I I don't wear glitter, you know, because I have no joy. I don't like. There's no, like, little behavioral things that I've really started doing no, that I can think of. No, I don't of. think so. Like,
0: work ethic-wise, like, I think in related, in relation to the podcast, we've really worked together to keep things in balance, yeah. for sure. Or, like, you know, like, like, when we, tra- out when we do travel, I'm always like, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm, like, super relaxed if you want to, like we have said before, like, if you want to do something I'm not super jazzed yeah, about, I'll be it. like, whatever, fine. Um, yeah. Okay, Janet asks... Oh, that was the tour across the country, which I was like, if someone wants to sponsor us, please, I'd love to do a, a sponsored tour bus. Do you have one pulled up from the Instagrams? I know you had the Instagrams, the
1: uh, the grams. Um, I ended up on the wrong post. So let me go back. I because I did have one. Um, do to do what are the downsides to being, this is from Jess Veggie, Jess G Veggie. What are the downsides to being so open and vulnerable on such a public platform? And have you had any repercussions from that in your personal lives?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I'd be lying if I said no. I think the, like at first, and I still do this where I don't, I I kind of ignore that we're putting our lives out there.
1: Yeah, you and can't really think about you can't it. Can't think much. about
0: it, or else you kind of will just never be leave like your a house.
1: Vulnerability hangover all the time. Yeah,
0: um, there have been times where I've shared a lot, and then like the next day, if we you know publish a podcast, and I'll be like Claire, I'm really I'm having a vulnerability hangover. But you just have to trust that like if you're speaking from a place that you are comfortable, that people will get something out of it and that you will learn that you're not alone and that other people needed to hear it. So that's always kind of the messages. What makes me comfortable about that is that the listeners respond and say, thank you for sharing that because I'm going through the same thing or what have you. Um, But there are times when I have to be mindful and I think I make assumptions, especially around my relationship with my husband is I'll make assumptions about like things that I share that he may not be okay with. And so I have to just be mindful of that. Because there's times even like on social media, like if I'm doing Instagram stories, or like, um, you know, Instagram posts, sometimes he'll be like, I just didn't, I didn't really want to be on there. I'm like, Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, and he's not like a stickler about it. But I just have to be mindful of that, like, he doesn't want to be a public persona. Um, Yeah. And so I think that's like taken some time for him to kind of come around to. What about you?
1: Um, the big one that comes to mind was when I posted about my miscarriages a couple of months ago and I had not shared that with my family and my, my family, like my parents and my siblings, first of all, don't use social media. But second of all, my mom does. But second of all, oh they they don't
0: use social media
1: no like my parents aren't my mom is on social media but she literally only has an instagram account to follow me on instagram (laughs) but like none of my siblings are on social media even yeah like nobody really has social media and um i guess that's not totally true but they're just not active like they don't you know they don't spend a a ton of time on it and um but my in-laws do. And I think the other thing, too, is that my family, we are not um, a big, like, sharer family. Like, the m- my family very much is, like, live and let live sort of thing. Like, you do you. I'm not going to, you know, we definitely, don't get me wrong, like, we definitely will talk amongst our family of, like, what's going on with him? Like, is everything doing okay? Oh, they are, you know, not doing so great or whatever. But Nobody really cares what you do in terms of like what information you share or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And with Brandon's family, it's a little bit different. They're a little bit more like, um, you know, traditional Midwestern sensibilities of like, you know, your business is your business. And, um, and I think also I, because I hadn't told them, it made them feel really like, Well, why, you know, why would you share this with the world before telling your own family? And, you know, we're, we just want to be here to support you. And now we feel really kind of blindsided by this. Like we didn't want to find out the same way everyone else found out. And to me, I took, I was thinking of it as like, they're not going to care. This is something that I'm going through. This is a way that I'm coping with it. Right. And they really were very hurt by that. And it it was just something that didn't even cross my mind that they would even see it, let alone be hurt by it. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so that was a that was a big one where I had to take a step back and think like, okay, even though in this situation, this is super, super personal to me, I'm sharing this because for a lot of reasons, but one of them being that I didn't feel like I was getting a lot of support from people, not not, not getting support, but just that I didn't know anyone else in my life who had gone through that. And so I wanted to reach out just as much to say, hey, I'm going through this. If you are too, you know, you're not alone. That was just as much for my benefit as anyone's because I needed People to tell me, yeah, I'm going through it too. Or, you know, I've been through it or whatever. Like I I needed that support just as much as I wanted to give out support to others. Yeah. And so in my mind, it was like, I'm just doing this. This is how I need to cope with it. Like, this is my personal decision. And I had to really take a step back and think, like, okay, when it comes to things like that, there is information or there are things that we share that it's not just about us. Like it does have you know, other people in our lives are invested in it. And how can we be sensitive about that while also being authentic?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was a big one. I remember you talking Mm -hmm. about that. And I feel like that's, I can see both sides, but I also support, I remember telling you, I was like, look, I know this, especially with women going through that, the best way to feel like you can get through it is to reach out and to have- support where people know exactly like peer support who know exactly what you're yeah. going through no amount of encouragement and words in the world from people who have not gone through it will help and I, I mean right. people mean well but unless you've actually experienced that there's just no like that you can't match that level of comfort so um I understand why you did that and but I also yeah. understand like their perspective of just being like well we wanted to be supportive
1: right we and i think at, in the, at the end of the day it was less about them being like you shouldn't have shared this information and more about them being like we just didn't want to find out the same way every you know it'd be I, like i see if, that yeah yeah it would be like if you know anything happened in your life and your mother-in-law found out about it through a facebook post and it's like that's not you know they want to know first they want to have time to process right. the information they want to have time to offer encouragement and support in their own way rather than just feeling like they're lumped together now with all these you know 15,000 other people who are seeing this post right yep okay um
0: I have a good one from molly okay it's it's so cute because it's just like oh molly just do it she says i have done the crossfit foundations class at my crossfit gym i really want to start going to regular she like puts in quotes regular classes but i don't know why i'm hesitating i know it will kick my ass i guess i'm just looking for a little advice on how to get started molly just go just oh, don't even think you, about it don't think you did about the it. hardest, part. You did the hardest the
1: foundations part is hard and here's the thing too like and I always, always, always tell this to new athletes and I always even just remember this for myself. The first couple months, everyone feels lost. Everyone feels and lost. And everyone remembers what it felt like to feel lost. Yeah. And so not a single person in there – wait, let me rephrase this. This is too many neg- double negatives. Everybody, <laughs> everybody in there – Experienced and went through exactly what you're about to experience and go through, no one is going to judge you. No one's going to look at you and think like, gosh, why is this Nobody cares this about scaling. Nobody, Nobody's nobody cares. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And nobody cares. cares. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, but really, like just remember, you know, everybody on this planet has started CrossFit at some point in the last 10 years. Nobody has been doing it their whole lives. Nobody, unless they're 12 years old. Yeah. Nobody, you know, Everybody remembers what it was like to have no idea what they were doing, and they all have very fond memories, honestly, of that phase. Like, I think I've posted a a, a couple pictures, but there are some really great pictures that Joy and I have of ourselves um, in the early days of CrossFit. And for some reason, the two like really like come to mind are both of us doing front squats. You know, the one of you doing the front squat—you have like baby deer legs.
0: Oh, totally, baby deer legs. Yeah, I
1: have one of myself doing a front squat where, for some reason, I am like four inches away from the wall and I'm like staring at the wall. (laughs) I have no wrist mobility at all. So it looks like my hands are about to snap off. Yeah, I'm wearing like Brooks running shoes and like Nike shorts and my like, you know, and everybody has those memories. And so just tell yourself like every single thing that you are worried about, someone else in that room has gone through and no one is going to judge you or, you know, think any less of you every single, honestly, like, as a coach, the biggest thing that fires me up is seeing a beginner give it their all. Yes. I could care less about the people who have been in there for 10 years who are like getting, you know, in there working on their muscle ups. I want to see the person who's been in there for a month who still comes in and it kind of has no idea what they're doing, but is just ready to lay it all out there, even if that means they're using the training bar and they're scaling every single thing in the workout but they are working super hard, like that fires me. And up they're more just than
0: showing up. They're just showing up, yes, and they're just like, show up. and you're working through the scared stuff. And I think that's like yep. that could, and when I, that's so amazing. And I,
1: I also want to clarify when I say working super hard, because I like when people say like, oh, you just got to work hard. I really internalize that to be like, if I at any moment take a break or doubt what I'm doing or like, you know, let self doubt creep in, then I'm not working hard, and therefore I'm not like earning it. That's not what I mean. I just mean show up, be ready, give it your best effort. Your best effort is going to vary from day to day. And that's totally fine and understandable. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to like, w- you know, be upset, but just keep going. Yeah. Just keep and swimming. it'll get better. Mm-hmm. It'll be so, it's so fun. Yep. It's like
0: that favorite, Quote of I don't know where it came from, just like half the battle showing up. And that is just walk through the door. Don't care about your gear. Don't care about your shoes. Don't care about, I mean, obviously you want to be comfortable, but don't worry about having (laughs) everything perfect. Like just show up and you'll figure it out. And what works for one person works different for another. You know, like I used to wear you know, converse to do lifts. And now I wear Metcons. It just, it doesn't matter. Like those little details are like your oh. own personal preference. And so, yep. um, you know, I think it's kind of funny that CrossFitters have like the same gear and they all kind of look the same as far as like what they wear, but it's just that, that doesn't need to be perfect. You know, like <laughs> do you, do you, um, oh, right. and, and bravo to you for showing up and doing hard things. It makes me think of when I walked or uh, hiked the incline a couple of weeks ago where, man, my mental game, the second I started was like, I don't want to do this. And (laughs) just, why am I doing this again? And it was so difficult. And I looked, looked around at everyone else working hard, um, that, you know, it was a variety of fitness levels and shapes and sizes doing it. I'm like, all right, we're going to do this together, which is I think what the beauty of CrossFit is too. So, um, I really also want a quick note. I I should have said this at the very beginning, but if people out there who are listening, who are maybe listening to our podcast for one of the, one of the first times or one of the first episodes, um, It makes me so happy when I hear people who are like, I don't even do CrossFit and I listen to your Mm podcast because Claire and I have talked about that time and time again of, you know, for the, over the five years of doing this, we really set this out obviously with CrossFit being an inspiration to us of starting the podcast, but it has expanded to hopefully reach more people and just the message of being like, do whatever Mm -hmm. makes you feel good, especially in the fitness industry. So, um, we, we were glad you are all here. Yes. All right. We have time for maybe one or two more. Do you have one pulled up?
1: I have a bunch pulled up. Great. <laughs> um, do we want to talk about supplements? Um, in what way? Can you talk about supplements is the question. <laughs> Necessary ones each day, support training, or even the supplemental companies you like AdvoCare, et Um, I We can kind of just – do you take supplements?
0: Um, I take a – vitamin like a women's specific vitamin from women's health network um mm. and it's and also like it's i think it's called Ad- adaptasol for like supporting your adrenals but here's the thing i'm not a dietitian, and i'm not yeah you know a doctor and so i don't really i get what people are like do you take some of these things but i really kind of fall back on dietitians and people who are experts in nutrition um, and food and supplementation. And, you know, I I listen a lot to um, Laura Ligos, who is one of our friends, Mm -hmm. Sassy Dietitian. Um, So I read a lot of her blog. Um, I take resources from Diane Sanfilippo and her podcast from the Paleo Women podcast slash the, what did they they change their name? the Well-Fed Women. Thank you. Well-Fed Women podcast. Um, and their blogs. So I, I kind of rely on the people who I feel like are way more well versed in this arena. But for me personally, I've really subscribed to the idea that like food first. So get your nutrients from food. If you're really feeling like you're deficient in something, get your blood tested. I've relied on doing like the the habit nutrition blood test as well yeah, as like inside 20, tracker. yeah, inside tracker. And so I kind of fall back on that stuff of just like individualizing the plan for me. Um, but I really don't rely on supplements, to be honest. Like I take a pre-workout or I drink a pre-workout just because it it has a little bit of, it wakes me up in the morning because it has a little bit of caffeine, but I don't do yeah. it because I feel like it's going to make me like a better athlete. Yeah. <laughs> so what fair. about you?
1: Um, I've been taking a lot of things recently, just like kind of trying to get through whatever hormone stuff is going on. But again, we've talked about that a little bit already. Like it, my the supplements I'm taking are very specific for a very specific purpose, which is to address um, potential low progesterone. And so I'm taking a lot of stuff that is specific for supporting women's hormones and supporting ovary function, I guess. Um, but I will say as a blanket statement, I think the vast majority of women are not getting enough – uh, Omega threes and are not getting enough vitamin D. That's something that I have found across the board. Anybody, any practitioner I've talked to, that is one thing that they tend to say is like, uh, unless you are somebody who works outside in the sun all day long and therefore getting sun exposure all day long, or unless you're and and unless you're somebody who lives in an area where you are having access to fresh cold water fish, like if you live in Iceland or like the Pacific Northwest or something, and you're eating it all frequently throughout the week, it's very unlikely that you're getting adequate amounts of those two things. So I think most people can safely say, because vitamin D, also, you can't get through your diet. You Really, the only way that you can get it is through sun exposure. Oh, that's right, yeah. And so um, I take a vitamin D drop, which I really like. I got oh, it I've tried through, those before, yeah. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, just olive oil, basically. You just do a little drop. Um, I got it through Seeking Health dot com um and then just a high quality fish oil supplement i think everybody can benefit from so many benefits to omega-3s um and apart from that though like i mean i i take a multivitamin also one thing if you are looking at, looking at multivitamins especially for women one thing that i've learned um especially if you are pregnant or are trying to get pregnant is to see if you can find a pre a Prenatal or multivitamin that uses L-methylfolate in for folic or for folate rather than folic acid, and the reason being um, that folic acid can be really difficult for your body to break down, whereas L-methylfolate tends to be a little bit easier for your body because it's already methylated. I think is the reason. Somebody's gonna be like, "That's not why." That sounds like it, a lot of science. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, a lot of people do have trouble processing folic acid. Um, what you're really going for is folate, which you can get through leafy greens and all sorts of stuff in your diet. But if you're not getting a lot of that in your diet, then taking a supplement with folate, typically people have been recommended to take a supplement with folic acid. I'm reading more and more and hearing also from practitioners more and more that folic acid is actually can be hard for some people's bodies to break down. But definitely if you have like an MTHFR mutation, but really just kind of in general. And um, a lot more supplement companies are now putting – folate in the form of L-methylfolate into their vitamins rather than the folic acid. So I just say look for that. Um, but those are kind of the big kind of like blanket statements just that I've been learning. Other than that, I don't really take anything for performance. I don't take anything for, for recovery, obviously. I used to take creatine actually when I was like real big and across it, and mm-hmm. I really liked it. Oh, really? I felt like it made a huge difference for me. Um. And this was back when I was training like five to six days a week. So I was really high volume training. Um, And I was just doing wads. Like I wasn't doing anything, you know, wasn't like following a ton of programming. But I was working out, you know, coming in for wads five to six days a week. And I would drink creatine afterwards. And I felt like it actually did really help my recovery. So if you've ever taken creatine, um, it's – can kind of get – people can kind of get a little worried about it because it's like a bodybuilding supplement. But – Um, I just felt like it really helped me recover a lot faster.
0: I've heard a lot about Uh. people taking creatine as like one of the only scientifically backed supplements. But
1: yeah, well, and I think, you know, people, because it's more, it kind of comes from the bodybuilding world. People Mm -hmm. get worried about it. Right. But really the reason that bodybuilders use it is because it helps you recover faster, which then allows you to train more. more. It's not, it's not because it like makes you huge. Right. Right. And so, you know, any, I Anyway, I I did really like it. Yeah. Um, okay. That's about it. So one more. Do you have one more? We got time for a quick one.
0: If you have um, a quick one.
1: What will you do differently at the CrossFit Games this year? We you know are going to be talking so much about the CrossFit Games yeah, in the we coming will. weeks. But I'm very, I'm super, super excited. I really am looking forward to going into this year with kind of fewer expectations.
0: Yes. I was going to say the same thing.
1: Yeah, because last year I really went into it of, like, how is this going to compare to Carson? Like, really – and I think this year I'm just going to, like, let it be what it is. And I'm looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to seeing what CrossFit learned from last year. I think this year is going to be super interesting to go in and see, like, okay, good. I'm glad they changed that. Or, like, wow, I'm surprised they didn't address that. Or can they please have more than one coffee cart? Really hope they have more than one coffee cart. (laughs) Really hope they have Um, one.
0: More than one coffee cart. If you're yeah.
1: listening and you're going to be a food vendor, bring coffee and sell it because last year they yep. had literally one coffee cart um, and you couldn't bring in coffee outside. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to just going – my intention for this year's games is to go in and just like just enjoy and just kind of be more relaxed. I feel like every year I go I have these like I feel almost a pressure to pack in as much as possible in yeah. the four days that we're there. And I just really, really get tired by the end of the trip. And so I think this year I just kind of want to go and just be like, I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm going to see what happens. We're definitely going to be busy and meet people, but I just kind of want to be more present in the experience and kind of go off of like our Iceland vibe of just like go and be present and don't feel like you have to be pressured. A lot of people are like, oh, are you doing recordings? I mean, we just, if it happens, it happens. But most of the time the recording opportunities there are just not they're not great because everyone is so focused on other things. So it's really hard to sit down and be present in those scenarios. I mean, even if we Mm -hmm. were to podcast at a tent, it's just really hard to focus because there's so much going on around us. So uh, we just go and like to meet people. And I think that's the, you know, the the most fun that I have every year is to go and just have be in CrossFit land. Yep. It's such a good experience. So if you guys are going, please let us know. We'd love to meet you. We, you know we're and we're gonna be around, so just come say hi. I
1: I'd say logistically, one thing we're gonna do different different this year is definitely learn from last year in the sense that there's very poor cell service at the venue, and not cell service. Cell service is fine. There's very poor data service at the venue because everyone's on data. Maybe they'll have Wi-Fi set up this year. That would be really smart of them, but they didn't last year, and so it you almost couldn't even like check Instagram or Facebook at the venue you had to sort of like check it beforehand and then maybe if you were lucky you could get it to refresh two or three times while you were there but so last year we went into it relying a lot on like real-time updates of like hey here we are come see us oh yeah and we like didn't get the messages yeah right and then it wouldn't even post or you know until hours later or you know whatever yeah and so we are going to be better this year we're going to actually like planning ahead right beforehand be like okay this is where we're gonna be we're gonna we definitely are gonna be spending some time at the kettlebell kitchen booth yep um we most likely will be you know maybe spending some time like hanging out with the chesty girls like anything like that so we'll keep you guys posted as far ahead of time as we can obviously like we just said a lot of it's just kind of going with the flow
0: that's a good point um
1: but if you see us there and we'll Please say this a million come times say hi. Come up to us. Please. Everyone's like, I saw you, but I, I didn't, didn't want know to if say, I hi. say hi. Come say the CrossFit games like is the least weird place for you oh, to just
0: yeah. run it's up so to It's so fun. Just you know, make a big scene. It's, it makes us feel real important.
1: It's our favorite part of being at the CrossFit games. <laughs> it really is. And like that sounds so like Bring a cowbell and just you're <laughs> not <I'm> really nominated. <laughs> exactly. But it makes us feel I, real special. It does, and I love it, and it's so fun to meet you guys. It's like my favorite thing about the CrossFit Games is getting to meet you guys
0: in person. Yes, 100%. So please do it
1: for for us. do it for us. If you're like, I don't really want to, but Joy and Claire said they wanted me to. (laughs) Yes. All right, right. guys. Well, that's it for this week. You guys, again, can support the podcast by
0: going to doubleunderwonder.com. The discount code is GGW and we are also going to camp time out in august please go to camp time out go to the colorado trip and you can join us if you want to have a really fun labor day weekend with a bunch of <laughs> podcast listeners and you do know we got one message recently that was like oh can i come solo is it okay to come solo yes it's awesome to come solo I think that actually yeah. is a much more fun experience because you just kind of get to hang with new people um so it's never really uh the trips we've done it's been a mixed bag of people who come solo versus coming with friends so um by all means don't feel like you have to have a partner we will be your partner I'll be your partner not yes, that you have to have, have a partner for, for things but if you want no, one you I don't will have be to. one for you no
1: nope. <laughs> partner activity. <Except> for like <laughs> all right Clabber, that's it for this week
0: we'll talk to you next time